welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. And I'm Sammy Skorstad. Together we've combed through book talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. Oh, and happy Hispanic Heritage Month. This month we will be focusing on works by Latina authors specifically, starting with one of my favorites... The book of the moment for today's episode <laughs> is The House of the Spirits by Isabel Allende. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. Isabel Allende is a Chilean-American writer in the magic realist tradition who is considered one of the first successful women novelists from Latin America. Her concern in many of these works is the portrayal of South American politics, and her first four works reflect her own experiences and examine the role of women in Latin America. Before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. Quote, in one of the most important and beloved Latin American works of the 20th century, Isabel Allende weaves a luminous tapestry of three generations of the Trueba family, revealing both triumphs and tragedies. Here is patriarch Esteban, whose wild desires and political machinations, mach- now I don't remember, whatever, it's, we'll keep it all in for the bit. Uh, are tempered only by his love for his ethereal wife, Clara, uh, a woman touched by an otherworldly hand. Their daughter, Blanca, whose forbidden love for a man Esteban has deemed unworthy, infuriates her father, yet will produce his greatest joy, his granddaughter, Alba, a beautiful, ambitious girl who will lead the family and their country into a revolutionary future. The House of the Spirits is an enthralling saga that spans decades and lives, twining the personal and the political into an epic novel of love, magic, and fate. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Uh, you just finished this. <laughs> minutes, moments ago. Min- minutes ago. Um, so I guess let's trigger warning and then I'll give a little yeah. background. Yes. Uh, trigger warning, rape, domestic abuse, child abuse, substance addiction, alcohol consumption, recreational drug use, pregnancy from rape, t- graphic abortion, autopsy, decapitation, death of a sister, murder, torture, car accident, imprisonment, earthquakes... And death of a pet. Or pets. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So. Context. Mm-hmm. Of this book. Because I realized. Well, so I read this in college. My freshman year. Um, in a Latina history class. That had two teachers. One was focused on the arts. Of whatever country we were studying. And the other. which Who focused purely on the history. So while we were learning about Chilean revolutions, it was a revolutionary class, I should forget That's also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while we were learning about uproar in Chile, we were also reading this book alongside it. But not the whole thing. So I had not read, actually, the whole thing covered to cover. Oh. I was thinking about it. Because when I was reading it, I was like, I don't remember this. And I went back and found, like, my notes, kind of, like... And you just read certain chapters? Yeah, or? we read okay. like certain chapters that were really corresponding to the history lessons that we were learning about. Mm. But then also like context, because or else we wouldn't have any fucking idea what was going on in the book. Right. Because um, I was wondering, why didn't I own it prior to then? Like I owned it um, because I had it for a book club, but I never read it for the book club. Mm-hmm. But I was like, why do I own it if I didn't read it before that? But yeah, that's why, because we just had like portions of it. 
that we were reading. But so context for like toward the end of the book when it gets like extremely interesting. Right. Um, the candidate, capital C candidate, who becomes the president is Salvador Allende. Yeah. Yeah. Who is then murdered in the military Bombing. coup. Yeah. Right. Right. Which was actually like the original 9-11. This is not a fun fact, so I'm not going to paint it like a fun fact. But like no. that did happen on September, September 11th. September 11th. Yeah. 73 or whatever. Yeah, it was 1973. Yes. And uh, he was, um, he's related to Isabel Allende. Yeah. The author. Hold on. Let me turn on Do Not Disturb. Sorry. Yes. That's good. Um, which. Was her uncle? Or cousin or something or I think it's something like that. Yeah, it's it's not like super close, but it is close yeah. enough to the point where while she was because she's from um she was born Peru. in Peru. Yeah. But mm-hmm. lived in Chile and then had to leave because right. of uh the murder of Salvador Allende. And so mm-hmm. she lived in Venezuela and then she moved around a lot after that. Uh which eventually led her to the US. But Right. Yeah, so there's like a lot of history. Like this is historical fiction, magical realism, mm-hmm. um, which I like because I think it's. But but also I think if you like had no context of the history, it would probably be kind of confusing, right? Like where did all of uh, this military shit come from? You know, like there's right. a lot of politics involved. Um, but I think when you do know, it's like very yeah. interesting. It is. It's super interesting. So I took um, the IB Latin American history class. Oh, yeah. In high school, which that was senior Throwback. year. <laughs> yeah, that was senior year. But um, I, I mean, obviously, like, barely graduated high school. I'm not going to lie. But I, like, I love history. And so, like, I paid, like, I would pay attention in history classes. Like, those are the only classes <laughs> I thoroughly and consistently enjoy and like do well in right um so i remember learning about um all of the we we went through like all of the major revolutions in mm-hmm. um like the 20th century revolutions throughout right. latin america and so i remembered learning all about this um then and then i forget which history class i've taken in college since then mm-hmm. um but we learned about it again so oh. i had a I had a very well-rounded um, good knowledge of mm. like the context going into this, and so I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, right." This I makes know. sense. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, for the first half of the book, I feel like it's not to say world building, but it is kind of a lot of it's a lot of uh, like setting, setting the, the scene. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes, like. There's so many people, <laughs> dude. Literally going. I I know we you read the audio, yesterday, <laughs> and I was doing the audio book, and so I was. It was hard, yeah. Uh, keeping track, um, I at one point, um, I like opened my copy of the book, and I was like, "Shit, that text is small," <laughs> and then I was like, "And there's no space." between the lines and it's like 500 pages i don't know why i had in my head that this was going to be a lot shorter than it was (laughs) it was not short no it was um but i finished it i didn't skip any of it i read it all um 
I do think I probably like tuned out at certain points mm-hmm. just because like it felt like like there were it's three generations and honestly yeah. okay so the uh okay so you read <laughs> this in school I think yeah. a lot of people read this in school but it's yeah. also like a classic novel at this point right. you know um but I haven't read a book that warrant that that has like that deserves being brought into a school setting mm-hmm. in a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not read something <laughs> that like <laughs> makes you think. Mm-hmm. And also, <laughs> full like, stop. Full stop. Yeah, no, literally full yeah. stop. We literally just did all of this blood and ash, where it was just stupid fantasy. There were typos all throughout it, like smut, 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 smut <laughs> fantasy. That's it. And yep. um. So this was like it was definitely put on your thinking cap, <laughs> and I I don't think I was ready for it. I it was, was not ready closet. for it. Yeah, you had to go grab it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I couldn't find it actually. I I looked for it. I tried, <laughs> never found it. Um, but no, but like it it was good. It was just like I I think also when I'm out of practice with these types of books, yeah, my perfectionism where I'm like I know I'm smart. But I can't, like, I know there's more yes. to everything and I just can't put it together. I can't figure out what it is. And then I feel dumb reading it because I feel like I'm missing the big things. Right, right, right. Um, so I, I experienced that. But also it's like, it was hard because the freaking, like, antagonist, uh, yeah. devil of the book was the most consistent character throughout the entire thing. yeah. So I'm and like I'm also not used to books where like the like characters the main character is cycled through, right, right. And so I was like, at first it was Rosa, and then it was Clara, and mm-hmm. then it was Alba. But yeah. I was and then but Esteban was the entire time, right. But I, I don't know. So I'm not used to switching over like who the main character is. Yes, correct. I, I don't know. So it was, it was a. Um, those are my first impressions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also, some, I know this was written a while ago. 40 years ago. It's the 40th anniversary. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it was written 40 years ago, but I also, like, I also, I think haven't read an old book in a long time. (laughs) Yeah. Not that that's old. No, retweet. No, that's 40 years is an old book. Literally nothing that hasn't been, like, beyond 10 years. I have, I have not read anything that. You no. know, or mm-hmm. the summer I turned pretty. I think that is like the oldest book I have Literally, read no, in I, a long time. I agree with you. I am the same. And so some of the language was shocking to hear. Also, I mean, this has been translated, so I think we have That's... to take that into account. It was written in Spanish and then translated into like twenty-one languages, including English. So that there's true. always issue with translation. There's always issue with forty translation. years ago. <laughs> For, exactly, but I, I think the timing may because I think if yeah. it were translated today, a translator would. Um, I don't even know if they would soften soften the language at all. Yeah, I think some of it was. No, I'm not going to say necessary, but some of it for the context of the characters using harsh language, like See, made I expected sense. it for Esteban. I yeah, yeah, it, but He's then horrible were, human. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then, like hearing the like Clara and Alba talking about like mongoloids, like the like, oh, uh huh, yeah, like you know, like we're I just, didn't even know that word. When, neither did I, I was like what I does was that like, mean and then I context clues figured it yeah, out yeah and then but. I figured it out but it was like there were other things like that yeah where I it was just like oh that wouldn't be put in a book like I'm no. like oh this is a dated 
like yeah that's dated for sure yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and for sure it made me uncomfy (laughs) yeah it was because I'm just not I'm not used to that now and it was it was Mm -hmm. definitely shocking yeah for me but yeah I think it's really interesting to read um like an author's one of her first works Mm -hmm. when you've read her more recent things too right Mm -hmm. because she's she writes like she's running out of time like Mm -hmm. she turns 80 this year or she maybe she just turned 80 this year i don't know Uh um and she has written probably like 50 books yeah i would say and you can definitely see obviously the change in her as a person but um as a writer yeah and in her nonfiction work she also acknowledges like i take pride in the fact that i learn new things every day and learn new ways to think every day and things that i thought then were not things that i think now things like this which i think is like more authors should own up to that yeah definitely (laughs) like you change and you can say hey i got more knowledge Mm mm-hmm I wouldn't but, do that. But I agree with I you. Did, I was also then, yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. you know, <laughs> chill. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. Okay. Relax, girly. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, just like the, the content for like the first half of the book is very harsh. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, to put it like softly, right? Like mm-hmm. it is, it, but I think like, the pre like the purpose of that is to show like as you can see here the women are good yeah (laughs) and i'm like yeah same that that stays pretty consistent doesn't it throughout history yeah yeah um but but yeah i think the spanning over the multiple generations is like okay whoa now we're here and now we're there Mm -hmm. and now we're over here i think also this this type of book does not match my um current reading style which is <laughs> binge in a day and a half yeah for sure mm-hmm. and this is much more of a read Ink. like 50 pages sit with it for a little reflect. bit <laughs> reflect read a little more maybe yeah. take two to three weeks to read this book yeah 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 um yeah so it was like i think also binging the entire like all of those bad things all at once <laughs> it was like put you in oh. a little bit of a bad headspace yeah a little bit not gonna lie like I was texting you last night how anxious I was and I think a big part of it was, was like going no. yes I'm sorry no 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 don't apologize it's like it was more so how I decided to read it I just like it is like it's a heavy book this isn't like an enjoyable I'm gonna like I'm going to sit down with a good book and I'm going to like, my it's gonna, exactly. <laughs> kick, I'm smiling, kicking my feet, enjoying this like beautiful world and sunny day. Like it is not that kind of book <laughs> where the only issue is a miscommunication three fourths nope. of the way through. And, no. But it always has a happy ending. Yeah. Nope. This was like, Oh, <laughs> okay. No. Every time oh, you're down, no. you get kicked again. Like <laughs> it was also, very much like that, bro. The freaking, uh, the way I was reading about the um, like inflation and the issues between the conservatives and yeah. the leftists, and, <laughs> you were like, um, "Wow, this is all pretty consistent to today." And <laughs> the shortages? No, uh-huh. no, do, and like the shortages of things where people were lining up to buy them without even knowing what they were yeah. buying, but they yeah. just need like 
I was like, oh, oh no. It was very 2020, wasn't it? (laughs) Oh, no, bro. Where literally, like, I could 100% see if in the near future, if uh, some sort of more socialist leader does get elected, Mm -hmm. something would happen where, like, similar to that. Where conservatives would go, absolutely not. We'll take care of this. Thank you very much. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Lord knows the United States CIA was all up in Chile's business. Yeah. As that well was, at this time. <laughs> so that was Nixon. And so yeah. they kind of mentioned that a little bit too of like the mm-hmm. influx of um, like it was like an economic. Mm, I forget the terminology used specifically to describe it. But, um, but that was Nixon's. Uh, effort to control yeah yeah and they like alluded to that very specifically actually in the book as well so i actually really like the way that allende weaves in real things Mm -hmm. by staying like um i don't know like not directly saying them yeah like the thing about um like allende's death right Mm -hmm. Allende's death rather yeah um (laughs) And how they were like, oh, he's gone. He's dead. Well, he killed himself. Well, did he kill himself? Well, he's dead. No. He's gone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's very like like hinting at the fact that, you know, mm-hmm. the truth is of Salvador and his death is muddled, of course, but mm-hmm. but not. The real ones know the truth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did you shoot yourself with a rifle? Like trigger warning, we're talking about big gun things right right (laughs) yeah he he pulled the trigger of an ar whatever with his toe no 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 No. (laughs) come on lord knows governments cover up deaths all the time yeah that's a bit much and then didn't they like pull his body for like a third autopsy and find that he was actually shot with a, a gun like there was a bullet hole from a smaller gun's bullet first that was relatively recent he was wasn't it like am i not yeah like thinking this correctly and so they found like he was actually shot with the ar after the smaller bullet so like like, he would have been yeah yeah so he was dead (laughs) and then it was set up yeah but even if you go on wikipedia because i was like am i imagining this this morning (laughs) like i was trying to remember the context Uh uh-huh and I, even if you go on Wikipedia, it was like it says death by suicide. Like he shot himself with an AR. Like we love a big like, government cover up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, come on, dude. Um, but yeah. Mm. I yeah. It this book is all over the place, but in a way that when you reach the end, you're like, oh, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like when the narrator shifts. Cause okay, I noticed when I was reading the book book. That you truly, it does not say when, like, Esteban is narrating. It doesn't say Esteban. So, but the audiobook has a man. For yes, him. right. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, context. We're, we, we've switched here. Context we're, clues. We're no longer, okay, so for a while you're like, oh, when it's in first person, it's Esteban. And then if it's in third person, it's the narrator. But then you get that shift in perspective literally Mm -hmm. in the end where it shifts to Alba and you realize that she's like compiling all of Mm -hmm. Clara's like yeah all of Clara's writing from before and her own 
narrative mm-hmm. to finish it off, which right. is super interesting. I don't know if you know this about this book, but this book was actually the idea was born from when Isabella Allende was sending her grandfather letters, like as like sending um like writing a story basically in letters mm-hmm. of like family traditions and stuff like that and things mm-hmm. that were going on. And then she was like, What if I didn't make it my family and I made it a little more interesting? Mm-hmm. And I made it a book, and that's how this book sense. exactly, and that's how this yeah. book was born was through fun fact. So then she was like, "Oh my god!" And then what if like my future child were to pick this up and keep writing? And that's how that became that. Oh, that mm-hmm. is cool. Isn't that cool? That is very. I cool. like I shit like, like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, this was actually born from like three ideas. That's sick. <laughs> that is sick. But huh. uh, yeah, isn't that cool? Um, what else? So, okay. I was shocked when Rosa died in, right in the beginning. I, I thought we, I thought she was going to be like the main character. That's why when, yesterday when you were asking me so many questions about Rosa, I was like, oh. it's not important. And then I realized you thought it was the main character. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. And when you were like, when you were like, Esteban is doing questionable things. And I was like, he's the villain. It's okay. You can, you can say you don't like him. He's because horrible. <laughs> At first, too, it was like he's gonna marry her and he's trying to make money for himself. And like, I was like, oh, okay, Stalking like, her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, it was questionable it at was, first, right? And then it was like, and then he was very casually talking about raping the um, he called like the way he viewed people and women yeah. and um, specifically the like peasants of yeah, just Marie's, His, yeah, yeah uh. Pancha and stuff dude um yeah yeah and then uh i was like um <laughs> yeah I, hmm, okay yeah Jesus. <laughs> it, was okay. Hard. it no, was hard it was hard it was hard to read it <laughs> was like, hard to read oh shit um i think like ayende purposefully makes all the men in the book bad like but the way she writes them is very much like the pompous attitude of men the kind of clueless out of touch with like yeah. what's actually reality yeah right yeah yeah like truly that's that's how they are written yes because that's how they are mm-hmm. which i can appreciate that it was just like okay <laughs> i get it yeah but also that's how horrible men are so also yeah. i get it you know uh, yeah before we move on to discuss the rest of the House of the Spirits, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is the veil now streaming only on Hulu. All right, let's continue the conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of people named after people in this book. Uh-huh. We got two Estebans, both horrible. Yes. Three Pedros, all good. Yes. For the most part. For the most part, yes. <laughs> Still men, but Segundo, better tercero, than, yeah. Yeah. The old one. Um, and everything is confusing, I would assume, if you were listening to the audiobook. I mean, I think I was able to kind of okay. um, 
separate them. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. Because I was like, even reading it, I was like, oh, yeah, wait, huh? Wait, what are we talking about which right one? now? <laughs> which Pedro? I don't know what's going on. No, um, I think I was able to more so like who they're in, who they're paired with. So right. I was able to yeah. like figure out which one it was based on like, oh, is it with Clara or is it with um whoever okay. else? Yeah. Yeah. Um also like the reveal that like Esteban Trueba's first bastard. Esteban oh, Garcia. Garcia, yeah, yeah, the reveal that he's like been bitter his whole life mm-hmm. about the fact that he didn't get to be, you know, an actual Treba, right? Treba. Yeah, and then like he's horrible. <laughs> the first Dude. time, the first time Alba meets him. Oh my! Oh god. my god! Oh my god! Oh my I god! I was listening to that last night while I was babysitting, and I. <laughs> I know, like, not the time. I, no, not the time right now. <laughs> no. Um, my face, like, just disgust written across my face. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. That was just horrid. Like, yeah. No. Exactly. That was exactly the word that was about to come out of my mouth. Like, yeah. In- horrid. And you're just like, in like, what goes through your brain mm-hmm. to do? something like this and then it carries through and with like the reveal when she's like uh grabbed by mm-hmm. the conservative people mm-hmm. and like taken away to be imprisoned and then she's still blindfolded and she hears his voice and she's like no way yeah like yep my you, your heart just drops to your stomach even when he like and he was the one who had to bring her home when she was protesting in the university too like so it Uh happened before like just the like the bits and pieces of him throughout the story and also okay there was there wasn't even foreshadowing in this book it was literally just and he is going to be like he's going to like at his hand will be some of the most fucked up things like she isabel andy like outright says and this person (laughs) will die yes or this person will blah 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 in like the years to come yeah is gonna bring death is coming and yeah you know, it's at your door it's on your which heels. i mean which is like which makes sense because like clara was literally a clairvoyant and yeah i don't know like i feel like there's you could do some english um class connection to that but oh yeah for sure i love clara she's strange but i love her and so gay yeah. Oh. Oh my God. I forgot about yeah. that. I totally. And so when, we, like I said, we only read bits and pieces of this the first time I read it. Yeah. Um. And we did not read those parts. So when I was like, hold on, hold up a second. What was, what was Esteban's uh, sister's name? Fela. Yeah. 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 And she's like, she's like, going to to repent or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, I've thought things. I've thought <laughs> things. Like, I've like, watched Girl. them. I've. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Girl, you are not the only one. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's so many. And then there was like, there were weird. Okay, so like I was thinking, I'm like, even the good guys. Well, I mean, okay, so everyone who was like in the family was a little fucked up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, the brothers, too, Nicholas and um, Jaime. what's the other one? Jaime. Mm-hmm. Even Jaime, when he and Alba go camping, and he's like. I wish I wasn't her uncle, Your uncle. <laughs> because of the things he was like thinking about. Like, yeah, yeah, no, uh, fucked up. Yeah, fucked yeah, up. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. 
I'm like, I can't root for any of these men in this no, book. No, no. Which I think is just a good life lesson. Yeah. So, Even the good ones aren't good. <laughs> Be wary of all of them. Yes. All of them. Um, yeah. Oh, I love the... Um, this is just something I like about Isabella and it because it's like my things that I like overlapping. Mm-hmm. I love the continuation of the mention of the poet throughout. Okay. Pablo Neruda. That's what I thought. I was thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. him. Okay. Yeah. She just loves him. I <laughs> so love that. She, and she was like, you know, fuck it. It's magical realism. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> my favorite poet's here now. <laughs> okay. Do you want to um, English class me on the role of magical realism in this book and her novels as a whole so i don't i haven't i've only well i I guess i can't say i haven't read many because i think i have read like five of her books but Mm -hmm. she doesn't carry i mean i i've also read like two nonfiction, so there's no magical realism right in those yeah this is i think the only one from hers that i've read that's magical okay let's can we think of all of the instances where of magical realism in this book okay so in the beginning when um like Rose's hair being like green, green. right? Right. And then so Alba's, Alba's hair being green. Yeah. Yeah. It's it it's like you, we know that it probably wasn't green, right? But right. so the idea is their beauty is like so ethereal. Yeah. That it's like physically it's coming out in a different colored attribute because it's unlike anybody else. Okay. Um and you know clara's whole character like when she is pregnant she, she can, goes into this like state of being where she's like not really there right that she just can... sounds like mental illness to me but <laughs> <laughs> i've been there done that it's called dissociation sweetheart <laughs> well she can also move things with her mind yeah that can't do that yeah <laughs> I, I also can't not that. and she can not for predict- lack of trying she could predict when things are going to happen. So, like, yeah, there's going to be an earthquake. Feel, there's gonna, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And she can feel these things. And then she there's, like, mention that she can communicate, like, beyond. With the dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she also predicted, like, her parents getting beheaded. Like, literally beheaded. Yeah. Uh, which was... And then, like, that, too. They, like, keep the head. And then by the end, like... Like, that thing would have rotted. But by the end, right? Like, it's, it wasn't. like, this little... It's just shrunken. Into something yeah. they like compared it to a toy or something. Also, Esteban he shrinks. Esteban shrinks, but I think that is this not like a thing that happens? Because Nani it shrinks. Like, no, shrinks. but like the amount that he shrinks, like he's like swimming six in foot. his like yeah. he went from six feet to like it was like the whole thing of like it sh- like his body will shrink in alignment with like the shrinking of his soul. Yeah, and that was like something that his sister said too, right? Like she right. cursed him. Yeah. Uh. There's like um, there's so many things, and then also, also like, ew, when he goes to dig up Rose's grave to yes. move it with Lara so he can like be between them, yeah. And then when he opens it and she's like perfectly preserved in beauty, and then he kisses her, yeah. And then she like, and then she combusts. You know, yeah, yeah that, that was what I was trying to say when I used the word. Um. <laughs> also, apparently, okay. Well, then the description of Rosa after she died, like as soon as she died, she turned into a mermaid. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) And then when Alba was like, because she watched the autopsy. Yeah. And then the doctors were like. Clara watched the autopsy. What? Of. Oh, Clara. Yeah, Clara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. So Clara's watching the 
autopsy of her sister Rosa and right. you she's watching uh-huh. these doctors like hmm well and Esteban is there it, they just didn't say him by name yet we don't know his name at that point right but they say like the young man is there with Rosa and he like kisses her and then like you, literally between her legs while yeah. she's dead yeah uh, <laughs> no mm-hmm. no um talk about traumatizing poor clara um <laughs> no ma- like no wonder they're all fucked up yeah. like yeah. jesus yeah. um and then there's like this the french guy yeah of- he w- and he was an interesting Fucking one weirdo too yeah yeah um Oh, that was that was also shocking. The like language used to talk about the um, quote unquote Indians, like that's yeah. the word used. But it was like so. I, I, like for a second, I was like, "Wait, are these like the indigenous people, like from the Andes, or right. are these like actual people from India?" Like I didn't know because right. they were servants, and I was like, yeah. "What the f-? like?" I I'm actually unclear. Like, did he? Because it was French, indigenous. Did he, okay, it was indigenous people. It was indigenous people because they were. Um, she said they were speaking the language like from the mountains. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And, but yeah, that like language used to describe them and yeah. talk to them and stuff like that was also like, oh, um, yeah, I haven't read something like that in a long time. I'm like, ah, yes, people hating other people who look almost exactly like you. <laughs> yeah, like, you she this? literally described, she goes, they literally, like, she goes, I thought they were all related because they all looked the same. And I was like, yeah. mm. okay. <laughs> mm. Great, great. It also shows, like, like how sheltered Clara was. Or that no, wasn't Clara, uh, Blanca, Blanca. How that sheltered Blanca, Blanca yeah. was. Because she's constantly, like, referred to as, like, the princess, the countess, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, even because, like, her dad, was trying to spoil her and trying to keep her safe and all this shit and she's very very sheltered so i think that definitely reflects on how she perceives the world i think also though the like at the time the um like everything was still very separated like the because like they said that like people from you know i think the indigenous people in the mountains or whatever in like, they were just starting to come down from the mountains and, like, yeah. become, like, part of, like, the large part of society, Newer I guess. civilizations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh-huh. um, and then, like, even uh, Esteban, when he would go to the, like, Columbus's house or whatever, the, um, the yeah. brothel, he would say, like, he mentioned about, like, the one black man in the country who was there. And all right. the others were fake and painted, painted or whatever. Right. Um. So it was like, okay, that it's clearly like nothing's very um diverse right at all in the entire country, right. relatively speaking. I don't know. And then you also get like that influence because the Blanca's boys. Uh, mm-hmm. they were Blanca's boys. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Family tree mix up in my brain just now. Who? Um, Jaime and Nicolas, right? They went to school. No, they were um they were siblings. That was Clara's the twins. Because Blanca's child was Alba. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it was Clara's kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, correct. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um. 
freaking family tree, bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> literally, my brain went, you know, the like buffering. Yeah. <laughs> that was literally the, the only rainbow thing wheel in a circle. I was like, uh. <laughs> Just like a vibration behind my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, like they even went to school in, in London or whatever. They were in England for a while. Mm-hmm. No, they were, um, it was just the Oxford school. It wasn't. In, but they didn't leave because even they mentioned how, like, one of them, I think it was Nicholas, he was, like, bragging about, like, oh, yes, I, like, I did this and stuff. And they were, like, he's never left the country. And, but he was oh. so, like, he talked with such conviction. Even right. his parents were, like, maybe. <laughs> but then he had to beg for money and resources so that he could go to india oh my god i loved the whole like he went and he became like um pretty much like buddha and like he stopped eating and stuff and it was just like such a that's such a white person thing to do like it is india and find myself in it is it It was very reflective of the like actual um like spread of other cultures and mm-hmm. knowledge of other cultures at the time definitely mm-hmm. it was very dated <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> what else <sighs> even didn't they say like oh yeah even their their spanish was like sounded like it was from a textbook oxford spanish yeah. like they yeah. were like he they had yeah. it with an accent like mm-hmm. they learned it with an accent uh which i thought was funny mm-hmm. uh what else there's so much in this book. Um, There's literally, it feels longer <laughs> than it is, right? Yeah. Like when I'm, I'm like remembering things from the end, right? Because I went the political this morning, but right. Um, yeah. Okay. So I know, like, a huge, huge theme of this is obviously like, um, class struggle, and yeah. um, that's a huge part. So like the representation of the conservative. Versus like the liberal or leftist classes or um, right. political ideology and stuff and how that coincides with, you know, economic and, um, you know, the the challenges facing classes yeah. and whatnot. And then so it was interesting, too, because I remembered learning a lot about the like Hacienda system, mm-hmm. Hacienda system and everything. And because um, that was also big in Mexico. Mm hmm. And I mean, it was, I think it was all throughout Latin America, but mm-hmm. um, so that was also like that whole setup and the dissolving of that setup. I I don't know my this maybe just my history brain, but like it kind of reminds me of like the the feudal setup in uh, Europe oh, pre. Okay. <laughs> she said connection I was well like, no because this? <laughs> no because like tied no, to the, like yeah, it yeah. is it's like the you have that one person who's supposed to the support mm-hmm. the people the yeah. patron right but then the the feudal lord or whatever in, yes no that's the, a great connection look at me go wow yeah okay. that's a great um, connection <laughs> and then like it took something very very large and significant to break it apart yeah obviously but i mean in europe it was the black plague but here you know, uh, just a revolution, you know? Yeah. But yeah. So that was, that was also like interesting to read about and, you know, like even, so the oldest, um, Pedro. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And how he was kind of like, he was still friends with, um, Esteban, Esteban. but even though they, like, he like hated him. Right. And then the way, 
I don't know. It was like, it was interesting learn like reading about the different perspectives on like political ideology from each character and like getting yeah. Esteban and then, yeah. And then like the tie-in, this is not on those lines, but I was just thinking like the tie-in where, um, which one of the brothers, Nicolas got Amanda, what was her name? Yeah. Pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the little brother is Miguel. And then fast forward and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a Miguel in Alba's life in yep. college. And they fall in love. And the reveal when, because <clears throat> like, Jaime doesn't like uh, Miguel necessarily, doesn't like that Alba. Well, because they're all fucking weird and want to sleep right. with their sisters. <laughs> um, doesn't like the idea that Alba has like another man in her life that's not him. And then he has to go help Miguel's sister and realizes it's Amanda. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's, Jaime has always loved Amanda. And then Jaime had to literally give Amanda an, like, abort uh, Nicolas's child in Amanda. Like, that was fucked up. That was super fucked up. (laughs) The whole, like, and the whole, like, he's never done this before and Mm -hmm. he's going to was terrifying. Yeah. I'm like, to be a woman, one, is scary enough wait you want to know what i just realized Uh, okay so and then amanda and miguel were staying at the house yeah yeah when blanca came back to give birth to alba yeah and and miguel 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 watched the woman he ends up (laughs) sleeping with get birth yep (laughs) why did i say born Born. why was that a word that just came out of my mouth uh yep weird everything in this book like happens for a reason i think which is strange at times Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but (laughs) such life uh Mm -hmm. no yeah super super weird what else if you okay weird question if you were in (laughs) this is a hypothetical (laughs) yeah it is okay Okay. okay. (laughs) if you were in a i don't even know i don't want to put like a specific class yeah. Like, if it were, because, I mean, obviously, if it were a history class or, like, a revolutionary class or um, an English class, you would do different things. But if you were in an academic setting and you had yes. open reign to write a paper on this book, oh. what topic, like, what angle would you choose? Historical. I would I would just go for go. The, the context around, uh, like, mm-hmm. the, the military coup and the assassination of salvador allende and Mm -hmm. the the descent into chaos that was pinochet's regime Mm -hmm. that was probably just because for for the sake of i know about that i would probably write for that yeah that's true uh but if it were if i had to take an english approach to it i would i would definitely focus on like like you said it's not it's like it's not foreshadowing there's no shadow it's like here's what's gonna happen yeah now you have to wait in in baiting breath you know for this Read all this fucked up shit to get yeah well and how and and talk about how each character is representative of like one particular of like not even one attribute but like an attribute like everybody Mm -hmm. has something a role like in the beginning rosa is beauty and grace right like she is Mm -hmm. she's perfect um uh glada represents like the connection between yeah the the spiritual connection right Mm -hmm. Esteban Trueba is like fucking 
like pride. The devil incarnate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but if you had to pick one trait from the devil incarnate, like, <laughs> like he's, he's very prideful and entitled, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. everybody has like, Miguel is kind of portrayed as like the more of the revolutionary, even I would say than Pedro. Right. Like, cause yeah, definitely. And uh, also, oh my God, Alba getting her fingers chopped off in the end. Sorry. In the, was like very like it, 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 like cycles just keep happening right yep because mm-hmm. literally that happened to her dad at the hands of her grandfather right and and her he and um, um esteban garcia did that so purposely yeah. to torture esteban and oh yeah. yeah because he knew that that would be like personal this is on like this is your fault yeah literally you did literally. this this yeah I you may not have actually cut her fingers, but you did this. Yeah. Right. And Alba's like representative of like I don't even know. Like the I think you could make the argument because like I think she's the only woman left mm-hmm. at the end. And it's like it's not over, but it's also like she still talks about like her having kids in the future. So there's like, there's hope for her. So she kind of represents like things are like, even through all of that pain and suffering and all of these little roles. Like I think hers is so much more open-ended and she does, I think represent that hope through all of that generational trauma and shit. Further, just like how women tend to like all of this. Persevere. Yeah. Like all of this, political bullshit that can go on around usually by men and pretty mm-hmm. much only by men right mm-hmm. uh is often like i don't know what i'm trying to say like documented and carried carried on on the backs of women you know what well, i mean like it's specifically what happened in chile and stuff it was like it was the mothers it was the women it was yeah. the wives it was the sisters and daughters who ended up like who fought to find their missing male counterparts or whatever yeah. and fought to find answers and I think that would be because like that was definitely like it was somewhat talked about at the end mm-hmm. but the role of women in the like during Pinochet's reign of terror and yeah. you know the years <laughs> following it was like the role that women played was it was so significant and yeah um That'd be I like I remember reading a lot about that, but I, I think I want to read some more because it like sparked like oh I knew something about that, but yeah, then yeah, I yeah. kind of was like huh, I don't remember exactly what it is. I know you know how like they tell you throughout college like keep all your notes, keep all your mm-hmm. notes because one day you'll use them again. You know what's super funny is I'm a religious note taker. Like I yeah. take notes like nobody's business. I don't know how to stop. I guess I had used a physical notebook for this class. And no I don't way. have it. Like, I left it when we moved across the country. Yeah. I must have thrown it away. I was like, I found, like, one paper that I had written because I had to type it up, and we only wrote one paper in that class. I was like, Damn. wow. I guess that's the extent of... <laughs> Damn. Hmm. I know. Disappointing. Keep your notes. <laughs> if you're in college. I literally throw all mine away as soon as I finish my class. <laughs> I can't. Oh God, I kept everything. I take all of mine um, physically, though. I cannot do. Can't I can't type. type. I can't type. I can't. Uh, I've tried to do like write the notes on my iPad with a Apple Pen. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate that. Um, 
nope, I will be a physical notebook. I will be the Elle Woods showing up to the first day of class <laughs> with a little notebook and a fuzzy pen while everyone else yep. has a laptop till yep. my final days in school, whenever they may be. That's so funny. I have, like, I, I think I have, like, arthritis in my hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one, changes things. I have, like, I have, well, even typing, though. I feel, I feel like, I, like anything I do with my hands, like, I, I cramp up and, like, I have, like, one of those little squishy balls on my desk at all times. And mm-hmm. I used to have to take it into my classes in college because, like, I would literally be like, oh, my God, I'm going to have a hand cramp right now. Um, so I just couldn't write. <laughs> like, that position's really okay. hurts me. That's fair. Uh, but I even was trying to like take physical notes for like all these books we were, we've been reason- reading mm-hmm. and it quickly transitioned into me using my notes app because I can text far faster than I can write by hand. Interesting. Yep. So I have my notes app open right now. Okay. With all my little bullet points. Cute. I feel like, do you ever feel like when you write things physically, you are like more serious versus when you type things like or in a texting setting, you become more casual. Yes, definitely. Because, like, some of my notes when I'm writing things down are, like, oh, it's a fully-fledged thought. Yes. Whereas, like, I just put words together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, like, I'll go, oh, yeah, Esteban Garcia is a horrible human. <laughs> like, this is, you wanna this know, is my typing. <laughs> you want to know what my notes are? Uh, I only Please. took two notes. Ooh. Esteban's sister is gay and <laughs> shocking language. <laughs> That's it. That's all I said. <laughs> you know what i respect that i respect that um do you have other things to say i don't think so i do not have any favorite lines because i I. listened to it okay i mean maybe but there was i don't think there was a lot where i was like oh i love that (laughs) that didn't happen very often there are not many um opportunities for that oh you know what i flipped open to one that i marked that i liked um okay the uh, Miguel and Alba and other people when they're in the school mm-hmm. doing that like protest sit thing. in kind of thing. yeah sit yeah. in thank you I was trying to think of that word mm-hmm. um they're talking and somebody says it wouldn't be the first time they've attacked students someone said and then quote public opinion wouldn't stand for it Gomez replied this right. is a democracy it's not a dictatorship and it never will be and then Miguel says we always think things like that only oh. happen elsewhere until they happen to us too and i think that's a big history quote like yeah (laughs) in general (laughs) and that's uh that's another one where it goes like here we go buckle in the united states of america let's see what's coming (laughs) because it's coming whatever it is uh i'm sorry i cannot tell you you i'm so sorry (laughs) i cannot tell you how many times my dad or mom in the past like couple of years have said like well that won't happen here i'm like dude dude we started it your words so hard i know we started it what do you mean it can't happen here this is such a like oh my god like i feel like people in the future are going to believe in karma because of what's going on states like that is the epitome of what karma you're right yeah you're literally yeah. right. Like, no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because like, it's yeah. like, especially, I, I think a lot of Americans know zero things about other countries. I think that's very key mm-hmm. because look at all of Latin America and name like one country where a socialist leaning leader 
who was killed wasn't killed by the U.S. Like, name one. None. Right? <laughs> I know one that wasn't, I, I know Uruguay is doing real great, but that's, okay, okay. but I think that's it. Like, I think Uruguay and actually, and maybe Paraguay, some of the only countries that weren't absolutely ravaged specifically by the United States. Right. And it's that's because like they're smaller crazy, and more, crazy. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I guess with that line, um, we rate what? Yeah. What? What do you think of of this? Is your first Allende? It's about, no? It is. It is. Oh my god. I'm gonna do a four out of five. I think that's fair. There's yeah. a lot of shit in it that you don't like to read about. <laughs> there is, and yeah. honest. And I think, too, in a different setting, in a different brain, um, what nice. I'm prepared for, yes. Yeah. I think it, this could have been, like, 4.5 or mm-hmm. higher. But I think this was all, it was just also, like, a whiplash from what I have been reading <laughs> to this. <laughs> Literally. You're like, you need a neck brace after this. And I want more like... coffee and cash. <laughs> We just came off with the joining, right? Yeah. <laughs> and now we're here. No. Um, no, I, I agree. I was like, and I think like I probably should have said like thinking For, cap required. Yeah. yeah, like p- p- pull it out from wherever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like I, and like I said, I didn't read the whole thing when I was in college, like I did mm-hmm. now. So I like, I kind of knew to put my <clears throat> thinking cap on. Right. And then I, and also I didn't use the audio for this one. So I was like using my full brain at full capacity while reading this one this time. Yeah. And I was just like, woo, we're thinking today. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I think like Allende has like a a, a soft spot in my heart, as our listeners know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I, I, I think like this is one of those stories where like in the beginning you're like, okay, there's a lot going on. And then by like this, like I can't put it down. Like it's very yeah. interesting, and yeah. you don't. I, maybe that's also my history brain where I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have. Context. I'm connecting. I'm connecting yeah, yeah, two yeah. things I know now. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I know this. I know this. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, I think a four is a really solid rating for this book, which is kind of crazy for a forty year old book. <laughs> like yeah, who'd have, who'd have thought that we would read an old book and like it? Um. I know. Like I would never. I wonder how, because this is like what one of her first books. Yeah. Okay. I wonder how she would write the same story now. I agree. That would be that'd very be interesting. interesting to see. That'd be interesting. Oh, also, uh, before we finish, I think we should address the um, casting for the movie. Oh my god! I know. So when you texted <laughs> me yesterday, I was like waiting because I almost thought about watching the movie. Uh-huh. Because we didn't in that in the class that I took for right. obvious reasons, right? Because because somebody was even like, "Isn't there a movie for this book?" And the professors we were like, <laughs> um, "So the only person in that movie who was cast that actually speaks Spanish is from Spain, <laughs> Antonio Banderas." So, so no, we're not gonna watch. But um... Meryl Streep <laughs> and when Winona you were Ryder. Me, I, was like, I was like, "Girl, I know, I know." Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's horrible. It's horrible. I, I don't think I'll ever watch the movie. No. Purely because, like, how could you do that? This is this is like key, um, like one of those prime moments where we see like how if you include an author, things can be better. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because Isabel and Day would have been like, no. What, what are all these white people doing here? Literally. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. When you were texting me, I was like, oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. But yeah. I know, because I looked it up and I was like, I was confused. No, you know why? Because before I even read this book, took place in Chile, I looked up the like the book and the movie popped up. And I was like, oh, maybe this takes place in like texas like before <laughs> like like for the mexican american yeah, yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. like maybe it's that mm-hmm. and that's why there are white people <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know no it was just no. uh, colonialism at its finest ah, yes. literally taking uh, we'll just a take book this about... for ourselves literally it's a, a fucking story about latina history uh-huh. <laughs> oh no we're gonna cast everybody as white people Oh, you need somebody who speaks Spanish? (laughs) We got a guy from Spain we know. Just one? Two? Like, what? (laughs) Just one. Literally. Oh, my God. No, it's so cringe. Um, I wonder if, like, I'm sure Allende's not allowed to say anything about that, but I would love to hear her thoughts. Her two cents on that. Yep. I feel like she would just laugh. No, she would, definitely. She's funny. I, I don't know her at all. I haven't read any of her other books. I think she just laugh. <laughs> if if you <laughs> um, if you want to pick up a funny nonfiction and short read, her uh, Violetta or no 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 one? that that's her most recent one. And oh, okay. Paola, I think, is the one you were thinking of. That one's not oh funny. yeah um, that one's not oh, funny okay. at all. That oh. one's very sad. Um, oh, that's about her daughter, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The the soul of a woman. Right, she you put were out. telling me about this. One. Oh my god! I mean, I also read it when I was zooted, but mm-hmm. um, it, she's just so fucking funny. She's just like, and at that time she was like seventy eight, seventy nine. She's fully talking about like the kinky sex she has with her boyfriend, oh, and like how she that. loves to get high on the weekends, and like she's just funny, man. <laughs> it just, just cracks me up. Love that for her. <laughs> I love this kind of old people. Give me more yeah. of these, like <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so welcome to the world of Isabella Inde. Thank you. Sorry, it was kind of dramatic. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have to go get ready for cool. work. Okay. okay. Um, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Host Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhostpod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstad. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is Dominicana by Angie Cruz. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading.